All right, podcast listeners, this is episode 215. I am your lovely, lovely host, Rafael Matuszewski, and as always, I'm going to try to keep this under 10 minutes because time is valuable. It's Sunday. It's beautiful where I am, and I'm inside recording and doing shit for my book that is about to drop, but I am super pumped because at least I'm in front of a window and I can see the sunshine. And the funny thing, every time my wife and I are out and about and we're like, oh, it's such a nice day out. And we're like, oh, we're just gonna end up staying inside because we have so much, so much shit to do, like study and answer emails, get programs done and all of that shit. But I hope that you're having a lovely, lovely Sunday, and let's get this thing rolling because we've got to do some shout-outs to the top three cities. And number one, all the way in Wisconsin, shout-out Green Bay. Shout-out to everyone listening in Green Bay. That's super cool. Number two, all the way up north in Canada, Red Deer. Shout-out to everyone in Red Deer listening to my show and number three shout out to everybody in dallas dallas texas i don't know why that came out like that you know usually when i mispronounce shit that is like really easy i usually just cut it and just like redo it but from now on i think i'm just gonna let things fly like that because i have this tendency to just like mumble words together and come up with new words and like right now my wife is just losing her shit because our desks are right beside each other and she's trying to keep it together because i'm like all right for the next 10 minutes you need to be quiet because i don't want any background noise so fun fact i mumble my words a lot and i make up words and it's super embarrassing but the topic of today's show is risk over reward I can't stress this enough when it comes to exercise because a lot of times for all the coaches out there and all the fitness enthusiasts listening, when you see an exercise, usually it takes quite a bit of practice and experience and what I like to call a prerequisite in order to do it. A lot of times, all you need to do is keep your shit simple and you will see um, the benefit and get to your goal. If you have the tendency to go on YouTube and look up 50, you know, hardest ab exercises and someone put a compilation together and it just, you just start picking the ones that look really cool, you're probably going to end up getting injured. You know, I, I... don't think a lot of people understand that there's a certain hierarchy when it comes to what movements you're allowed to do and I think this is a mistake that a lot of coaches do is that they think they need to do fancy shit in order to impress their client and impress the people around them and I think another mistake a lot of coaches do is they think that their clients can move as well as them and if you're not self-aware enough to realize this Listen to me right now. If you are balancing, like, is if your workout looks like a fucking circus act, it's probably not helping. There's a reason why, 
you know, athletes that Olympic lift and power lift, they literally have like three or four exercises they practice all year and somehow they get stronger and leaner and more badass than they were the year before. It's because they stick to the fundamentals and basics. You don't have to have a circus act in order to burn more calories or to, you know, confuse your muscles because that's all fucking bullshit. And all you're really doing is putting your chances of injury in that high threshold area. And we don't want that because the moment when you injure yourself, now you have to backtrack and you're probably going to end up burning less calories if you're goal was to lose weight and it's this like vicious cycle of like oh i hurt myself because i'm not fit enough so i gotta go back to the gym and you know go harder than i did before in order to see my goal exercise is very very simple move really well with the exercises that you choose do them for a long period of time changing Things like tempo, reps, volume, weight, all those things throughout the year, and you will see a result. Like there has been research studies done where people have take, taken programs with, the, with four different exercises, and they go through cycles, and for, I think the one that I was reading couple of years back was like there is literally six months worth of programming with the same four exercises and they found that just by moving the exercises in different order would still give them a training effect you don't need to get super creative with so many different variations of how to press a dumbbell overhead if you want to get stronger burn fat and feel and move better stick to the basics now, I'm not saying that you can't ever try those fancy exercises, just are you able to do it? Like if you are a CrossFitter and if you are doing those CrossFit uh, open workouts, you know that last week they had handstand push-ups and handstand um, walks for 200 yards. Handstands is pretty freaking advanced exercise. And a lot of people in those CrossFit boxes are just regular Joe and Janes. And I think a lot of them who have a desk job who type all day probably don't have enough wrist extension to get themselves into that position, let alone hold their body weight up for that period of time and make it look good. That's why I always go back to what's the purpose and goal of a handstand? Like, what are you trying to achieve? Most of the time, if you ask that to a person... They can't give you a straight answer. Or they will give you an answer. They're like, oh, well, I'm trying to build upper body strength and stability in the shoulder. Okay, well, risk over reward. A handstand push-up, you can come crouching down on your skull or flip backwards and fall right onto your tailbone or just in general fuck your shit up, as I say. So what is a safer way of building upper body strength and shoulder stability? I can tell you a thousand different exercises that can achieve that same outcome while keeping your body safe. And on top of that, handstand push-ups or just handstands in general take a little bit more toll on the joints than compared to like push-ups, bodyweight push-ups, right? It's really, really simple. 
you don't have to get fancy to see the result. Like, just ask yourself risk over reward. And a lot of time when people try to do all these fancy exercises, it's shit. Like, their their form is horrible. And, you know, recently I've been helping a new coach at my gym to kind of spot if an exercise is um, performed incorrectly. And I told her that there's a simple test called the shit test that I stole from Mike Boyle. And it's like, you know, if you're walking down the street and you think you see shit and it, you know, smells like shit, looks like shit, most likely it's shit, you can apply the same logic to seeing an exercise. If you look at an exercise by someone doing it in the gym or whatever, and it's like, you just know something's off, but you can't put a finger on it, and you're like, I don't know if that looks right or wrong. It's most likely wrong if you have to second guess yourself. You'll know when you see um, perfect form. It's just like if you were golfing, and you're at the driving range, and you're hitting the ball so wrong, it's going left, right, it's hitting up towards the ceiling and hitting your head somehow, and you don't even know how that happened. But the moment you hit the ball and it goes straight, and it has that sound where it just like clinks perfectly and you're like, holy shit, that felt awesome. That's a perfect rep right there. You know when you see it. When you see people just moving in ways that you've never even seen a body move before, it's most likely wrong. So moral of the story, risk over reward for exercise selection. You don't have to get fancy to see the results that you're hoping for and be very mindful of what you're doing to your body because a lot of times you know you could be one of the, one of the people listening you're like well I do this balancing exercise on two bosu balls and I've never hurt myself and it's always this analogy I, I bring up to every new coach is it's the straw that breaks the camel's back you're not going to injure yourself right there and then it's most likely a month from now, three months from now, nine months from now, maybe two years from now. But you're building up this, you know, kind of staircase to the injury. And when you get there, it can either be like you take a week off or you royally fuck yourself up. And now you're going to physio in Cairo because you have this weird nerve shooting pain going down the front of your leg and you can't figure out why. And now you're limited to what you can do in the gym. So be very mindful of what you choose for exercise selection. Always ask yourself, is there a safer exercise that's going to give me the same you know, benefit? Most likely there is. Just choose wisely. Now, if you have any questions on anything I just mentioned, because we're already at 11 minutes, feel free to reach out. I'm always here to help. Hit the show notes of this episode because I got a pre-sale link in there, and many of you have already started filling it out. All I need is your name and email, and you will get an email first before I launch anything so you can get my Ironclad Body Training System ebook first with a discount because you are my lovely little shit fit listeners that you've been following me forever. Or if you're just brand new and this is the first time you've ever even heard me talk and you're like, this guy's an asshole, but I kind of like the cut of his jib, hit the show notes and click that link to you know, get on that pre-sale list so you can get my book. And I am super psyched to finally release it. 
I'm getting closer and closer and closer. I'm going back and forth with a web designer to get my website going. So it's gonna be really soon. It's gonna be worth it. Add me on Facebook. There's a link on there too, so you can see what I post in video and in picture format and also writing, because I also like writing. But that's it for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Share, 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 share this podcast with your friends and family, and let's grow this thing together. That's it for me.